Podkiss 153. We're celebrating 20 years of the Indie Kiss Expo with Keith LaRue. Right, Keith? That's right, Ken. All right, Kiss Army. You wanted the best? You got the best. Now close your eyes. You're about to be podcasting. Welcome back to your podcast. I'm Ken Mills, one of your hosts here today. And today I'm joined by the guy who has one of the greatest jobs in the world. <laughs> There's no question about that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Keith LaRue of Kiss Online, and he's really an ambassador for, for all things Kiss. And, you know, there, there are a couple people that w- when I think of cool people in the world of Kiss, I think of you. Bill Starkey and Dean Snowden and things like that. Pe- people yeah. like that. Good company. People that, that, that really have a love for this band and a love and understanding of what it is to be a fan. And you're here today to talk about the Indie Kiss Fan Expo. And this is the Megillah, the mother of all Kiss Expos. I was going to try to work <laughs> Indian there. But it, it's not as it, it it just doesn't rhyme. So this that is sounded it. good. Yeah, <laughs> thrills in the night in at the Indie Kiss Fan Expo, the twentieth anniversary. You guys have been plugging away at this for a very long time. How did this thing get started? Well, it's funny, you know, way back when I guess it would have been ninety eight, probably probably ninety seven. Uh, I had a, a good friend who was still a good friend, Russell Daniker, who you may have met. Before he's a good friend of the band, he's uh, the the band likes to uh, call him the uh, the band mascot. He's been hanging around with Kiss for a long time. He's a friend of the band, and uh, we we went to Europe, and we're we're traveling over in Europe. This was around the time that the Union record was about to come out. It's probably probably it was in this planning stages of it coming out. They were working on it, and there was some expos over in Europe, and we were over there with Eric Singer. And I was talking pretty heavily with Eric about getting ESP, um, which at the time, you know, ESP stands for Eric Singer Project. Mm-hmm. We were talking about doing an album. I was trying to convince Eric to put a band together and do a record, cover record, fun record. And Eric was all for it. There was no determination yet on who the lineup was going to be. And I made a heavy push for Bruce, obviously, mm-hmm. and for John Karabi, because I was doing some promo work with those guys with Union. And... Eric wasn't against it, but he was thinking, you know, he was thinking because, you know, he knows so many musicians and so many friends. So original, the original ESP idea was maybe to have even rotating guys, you know, just have Eric Singer as the main guy and so on. So anyways, long story short, it ended up coming together. And as it was coming together, Russell was the one that kind of prompted me. I said, hey, Eric, you know, I want to do an expo in Indianapolis. We've attended so many of these. They're a lot of fun. Um, You know, Union's got a record coming out. They can do an acoustic set. If we can't get the whole band, you know, it'll be John and, and Bruce. Those two guys are part of ESP. We have an ESP record now that's going to be out by then or, or will be in the works by then. Um, so we'd bring ESP in, have them play live. And Russell's like, yes. So Russell was friends with a lot of the, the dealers at the other expos that were going on everywhere. You know, New York and, and mm-hmm. Peter Arquette and the different ones, which I'm sure you're familiar with all the, you know, the oh, expos yeah. that took place. And... So he was good friends with them. So he kind of handled 
that aspect where he got all the dealers committed and I handled the entertainment side, which, you know, Ken, it's, it's fun. It's like throwing a party for yourself with your favorite musicians and your favorite friends are going to show up. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's how it started. I mean, we, we, we didn't know what was going to happen. You know, and that's the other thing people always ask me. They, they always come to us and they go, oh, you, you know, you and the guys that do the Indie Kiss Expo or you, you do expos all over the place. And, and they look at it like it's a big thing, which I appreciate that. But the fact is, if you've got some time and patience and you've got some money to lose because you can lose on these. But if you have some money that you might possibly be all right losing, um, anybody can do a Kiss Fan Expo. You know, it's not something that is official. Even though I work for Kiss, this has nothing to do with being official. The band has always been, um, has, has given a nod to the fans that do these expos. And as long as you follow some simple rules, you know, as long as you're not plastering the Kiss logo all over your ads and, and saying it's an official event um, and do things within reason, don't, you know, don't cross the line where you're doing something illegal or, or you're doing something that, inf- you know, infringes on the band or, or makes people think that it's an official event. A- anybody really can do these. And we've actually helped people do these. You know, another, I've done some in Japan, we've done them in Europe where I've assisted the promoter. So I always, that's one of the first things I always think is funny, Ken, is people always assume that it's like out of their reach to do something like this. And it's not, it's, it, these are fan run events for fans. I just happen to work for Kiss now. You know what I mean? It's just kind of a weird marriage there. Right, right. And you started a Facebook page just exclusively for this. It's called yeah. the 2018 Indie Kiss Fan Expo 20th Anniversary. And it's uh, at Indie Kiss Expo. So there's a funny story on that, Ken. I got to tell you real, just real quick. So my friend actually started that. Um, we, and we are, we are now involved. So I got to give a little credit there that it was, it was launched there <laughs> by my friend Jill. Because at first, at first um, we didn't really even have anything up there other than what we do for, you know, Kiss Army Warehouse is, is, is our web store that where we sell the tickets and so on. So I got a little, little prompts to Jill for getting that going. And then we're going to really start updating it. By the time this is, uh, you know, broadcast, we may have already started to heavily update it. But yeah, that is the, that it will be the place for everything for this expo um, where you can go to. And then you can always go to Kiss Army Warehouse and click on the links for the expo. That's where the tickets are sold. But we will try to put all the information in here. As usual, links will be in the show notes. But we want to send you to facebook.com forward slash Indie Kiss Expo. So, so check it out. Now, Keith, we just got to do a quick rundown. And forgive me if I if I get anything wrong because there's just so much information that's out here. Let's okay. just take a look at Saturday. And this is the 2000 Indie Kiss Fan Expo, May 12th and 13th. May 12th is Saturday. Saturday's Expo guest confirmed. Ace Fraley. Just right out the gate, right? <laughs> My first time, you know, I've been trying to get Ace for a long time and his schedule never worked out. So I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. This is fantastic. And, uh, you know, recently saw Ace, he's in great spirits and, and doing fantastic, very healthy, very open to talking to the fans right now. It's, it's, it's an Ace Fraley that I haven't seen for a long time and I'm very happy about it. So this is very cool. You know, I actually, I actually just talked to him before the show. Mm-hmm. It's funny. <laughs> You're right. You hit it right on the head because the first thing he said was, "Is uh, so hey, how's the expo going? I'm I'm really looking forward to it." And I thought that was funny, you know, because I talked to Ace quite a bit about other things and different things. So I thought that was interesting. You're right. He's in that mind frame where he's actually excited 
to come out and, and to do this and for him to inquire about it. You know, it's a different ace, like you said. That's something he probably wouldn't ask me in the past. Absolutely. That's just that's just the opening guess, folks. We've also got Eric Singer, Bob Kulik, Michael James Jackson. Now, the reason that that name jumps out at me is because this has been the guy that no one's been able to hear from or you know i've tried to interview him for a long time and it's amazing that he's coming out of the shadows you know yeah. he's produced some of kiss's most loved works you know amongst the fans so this is exciting brent fintz of the gene simmons band and actually the entire gene simmons band is going to be there minus you know gene simmons but phil Schaus, jeremy asbrock Ryan Spencer Cook and Brent Fitz are all going to be there on Saturday. Todd Kearns, and if people are saying, well, I know that name, it's because he played with the Kulik brothers on the last Kiss Cruise, right? Yes, yep. And he's in, you know, he's in Slash's band also. Yes, so he's great. Just a fantastic singer. Lydia Chris, this is Expo Royalty. She's been out there a few times and she's back, so that's fantastic. Carl Cochran of Ace's Band. That's going to be cool. It's going to be fun to see Carl again, yeah. Robert Fleischman from the Vinnie Vincent Invasion. It's great. Roman Fernandez. And could you tell folks who Roman is? Yeah, so Roman Roman was, was Bill's partner, was his That's life right. partner, basically, yeah. And he's he's been fantastic in keeping Bill O'Coin's name out there and keeping his memory alive. And, of course, the one, the only Bill Starkey, but... There are more. Saturday's live performances will include Eric Singer, Bob Kulik, Todd Kearns, Brent Fitz, and Ace Fraley. Now, I also think something else. I've, I've got to be missing something on Saturday. What, what am I missing? Well, I can tell you some stuff. I'll give you a little details on the live performance, I can tell you. Okay. Because um, it's going to be fluid. So what we did is we have a musical director each night because it's just there's so many different moving parts and pieces. And Brent Fitz is actually the musical director, believe it or not, for Saturday. Brent mm -hmm. is, is, is the point person. And then on Sunday, I believe it's Bruce Kulik. Oh, and it was wow. something Eric came up with. And so basically, when we added Gene's band, they that is very fluid. You know, those guys can play anything. They um, A lot of musicians are comfortable with them. So we could have Keith, some people Keith. join us. Yeah. I need to interrupt you. They are also the world's most dangerous band. So, oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, it's very volatile and exciting, so we need to mention that. Well, I, and what, because of that, with some of the other musicians hearing this, it's opening up some things that we might try to do, and I, we're talking about it already. I know like Mark Slaughter is, is friends with Ryan, and mm -hmm. I've been trying to get Mark Slaughter to play. You know, Mark is going to be there on, on Saturday and Sunday now. Oh wow! And, so wait, Mark Slaughter's yep. going to be there Saturday and Sunday yeah. now. Oh, so here's just this just, just to, keeps getting bigger. Go on, go on. <laughs> well, just to just to preference that, just to make sure we don't get anyone too excited. So what's going on with Mark is he, it's possible they could still get a gig that would affect that on Friday, where he would have to come in late Saturday. But he is planning on being there on Saturday, and I am hoping at least for the entertainment portion because I want him to I want him to perform and. He's good friends with Ryan. He's comfortable with that band. I think there's a good chance we're going to get him up there and do a couple of Slaughter songs. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we are, obviously Bobby Rock is going to be there. And so who knows? You know what I mean? You have a lot of moving pieces of who could sit in on different lineups and different bands. The, uh, the headlining act of the night, though, is, 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 you know, it was supposed to be ESP, 
because that was the first guest 20 years ago. That was my goal. So it'll be Eric Singer with with uh, Bob Kulik. Ace is going to join them. Uh, Brent Fitz is going to actually play bass. I thought that's pretty interesting. Yeah, because wow. he plays bass. Yeah, he plays bass. Eric was telling me he plays bass for a number of artists that ask him to. And then Todd Kearns will also join in on vocals. Um, if Bruce Kulik comes in early, if he if his flight time makes it Saturday night, depending on the Grand Funk schedule, then Bruce Kulik will also be part of that live performance. And you know, one of the funny things that, you know, Eric Singer is great in a number of ways. You know, he's very, uh, he likes to start things. He likes to come up with ideas. And uh, he came up with the idea of trying to get uh, Robert, Robert Fleischman, um, who, as you know, I know the show knows this, wrote two of Journey's biggest hits. Yes, and absolutely. So the plan is to have Robert sing those two songs. We're not sure with which lineup, if it's who's going to be playing what, but you, Robert Fleischman will be performing at the expo. So check this out, gang. I'm, I'm just going to throw this out before we get back to because there's still more. We, we haven't even started. This is this is almost like you're getting this really great cake. Now I'm going to give you the ingredients. We haven't even finished with the who's going to be there Saturday. But think about it. You're going to get Ace Fraley playing with Bob Kulik and possibly Bruce Kulik at the same time. Just, <laughs> and every singer. <laughs> yeah, just think of that. That's 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 more than three fourths of Kiss at some point. That's you know I don't I don't know the math, but there's somehow some way there's a lot of Kiss going on there, and uh, that's amazing. And you mentioned Bobby Rock will be there, and and he's going to he's going to have his book, which is going to be an early release exclusive. For and he's launching it there. Yeah, he's actually launching it at the Indie Kiss Fan Expo. And when's Lita gonna be there? Lita Ford. It looks like right now it, she will be there both days. And who knows? Wait a second. Hold on. Yep. S- the record skips. So Lita Ford is going to be at the Indie Kiss Fan Expo both Saturday and Sunday. Yes. Yes. Oy. And we're still we're trying to get her to, you know, we, we threw out to her manager and I said, hey, you know, she's there to promote it. She has a new guitar line coming out. So she's going to obviously be heavily promoting that. And I said, you know, what better way than maybe jump up on stage and, and play with whoever's up there. So we'll see if Lita's going to play with Gene Simmons' band or if Lita will play. Hopefully she'll play with somebody. Which, which Lita Ford song should we play? Well, should we do Rocker? Yeah, let, what do you think? Yeah, I was let's, gonna let's say, do Rocker. We should do more Rocker. Kiss Me Deadly? All right, Kiss Me Deadly from Lita Ford. I went to a party last Saturday night. I did a good leg. I got in a fight. It ain't no big thing Late for my job and the traffic was bad Had to borrow ten bucks from my old man Uh-huh It ain't no big thing I went to a party last Saturday night I told you that story, it'd be alright Uh-huh It ain't no big thing
I know that that's going to sell some tickets. Just uh, if anyone goes on YouTube and watches that video, you're going to want to definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> definitely. Absolutely. Do that, for sure. <laughs> and, you know, you've also got people like Bill Starkey, which in a way there'd be no us if it weren't for Bill Starkey, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and that's, you know, kind of what we touched on um, a little bit before the show. What, what What is really turning in to be so great for me is for the expo is that, there are so many guests now that will literally be we have um, we have a ballroom that literally when you walk in the ballroom will probably be nothing but guest tables. Wow. So it's not like a normal expo. You know, Eric Singer is the guest and maybe Bruce or Bob are there, too. And we have three lines of people and that's who you're going to meet. And there may be some entertainment. This expo, you, you can go to anybody's table, walk up to Mark Slaughter's table, Bobby Rock, go visit with Carl, you know, say hello to Lydia Chris. They're all going to be in the room for most of the day. Obviously, they're going to take a lunch break or a break here and there, but they'll they'll be in there. So it's not like, you know what I mean? I don't think you're going to have issues with lines because if you have 15, 20 guests that all have tables at the same time, you know what I mean? You're going to be able to, to, to get up there and probably have some time to talk to these people. Right. Um, I know Ace, Ace and Eric will be a little bit more rushed. I mean, that's just the nature of these expos. It just is if if. Ace doesn't want to disappoint anybody. Eric doesn't want to disappoint anybody. We've got to make sure we get through the lines who have, you know, who bought the tickets to meet them. So, but if you're going out, you know, if you want to sit down and chat with Michael James Jackson at his table, chances are you're going to have a chance to sit down and really talk to him for a little bit to ask him a question or two before you have to let the next person come up. That is fantastic. So, so that's a lot to take in right there. That's just Saturday, right? And is there anyone we're missing? Well, I'm working on a couple more. Um, oh my God. You yeah, like, you just keep more. it coming. Did we did we mention Big John Hart? I know the list was you went through most of them, but you know Big John Hart is confirmed. Big John Hart was on the the Kiss Room uh, this this month, and he's going to be there live. You're going to be able to talk to him and meet the guy and get his autograph. And you know it, it's great to see people that you know even when you and I were growing up, we would see like that picture of him in People magazine, right? Oh, yeah. And classic. It, it, it's weird because there's like two bands, Kiss and the Beatles, that like you got to know the name of their road manager and the name of the you know their manager period and and it's just all these people that you would wonder about. And I remember reading about Bill Starkey back in the day, going, "Gosh, it'd, it'd be neat to talk to that guy." And now he's an actual friend, and and now you get people like Big John Hart, and it's great to see his book coming out and we want to encourage everybody to support that too it's a you know you, you hit it on the head i mean this that's what these events are about mm -hmm. it's it's the family it's everybody reuniting once a year or maybe some people don't come every year but 
they come in. You know, I had one, some person said to me, he goes, oh, you've had Eric Singer at, you know, just about all these events. And I'm like, yeah, because it's a way for me to catch up with Eric outside of touring with Kiss. He's a good friend of mine. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, he comes to town and we, we go to the movies or we go to a basketball game or we do some mm-hmm. other stuff. And that's what they've turned into, you know, to see you guys. I mean, that's why I think I met Linda, right? I think I met yeah. everyone at Kiss Expo. Yeah. Absolutely. Over the years, I mean, I remember you back in the days before, even before they were Kiss Expos, you and I would bump into each other at these various greetings, uh, you know, where you they'd be rock expos and stuff. Yeah. Kiss is kind of like the Star Trek of rock bands, right? Because they've got the different lineups, they've got different permutations and it keeps surviving and keeps growing you know and it's it's been around for almost as long so it's it's really cool that kiss has their own expos their own thing but that's kiss right they've always carved out their own path and kiss fans follow suit yeah that's what i'm saying a lot of this is kiss fans doing it right i mean like bill starkey bill starkey doing that and and whoever did the first expo, I mean, you know, somebody, I remember early on when we were doing the expos and people were like, oh, this is a great idea. And we're going, first of all, it's not an original idea. Like you said, it, you know, Beatlemania, Beatlefest. I mean, we had people, whoever puts expos on, owe something to all those. They all started to those conventions. And I'm sure there was 50s conventions with Elvis and different things. But it is a lot of fun. We do appreciate people who understand, though, it, you know, they're a lot of work. So, you know, sometimes people, if there's bigger lines and things like that, it things happen, you know? So I, I don't know. I'm kind of a patient person anyways. When somebody throws an event that I want to go to, I'm a little easier on them because I know there's a lot of moving parts and pieces and things like that. So, you know, just throwing that out. Absolutely. And, you know, while we're here, we'd like to mention the event location. It's at the Wyndham Indianapolis West in Indianapolis, Indiana. And you can call for room reservations, 317-248-2481, and ask for the KISS Expo rate. Now, a great point on the hotel, mm-hmm. because I believe it is totally sold out at least Friday. Mm. Um, there might be some room. So I just wanted to throw, because pe- some people have been asking. We've been getting a lot of people coming from overseas that are concerned you know, they won't have transportation. So that hotel, is, it, that is an airport hotel. Mm. So it does have shuttle service to the, to the hotel. There is restaurants, there is a um, coffee shop in there. There's a d- number of things. So if people don't want to leave, you don't have to. With that being said, if somebody needs a room Friday night or Saturday or, or any of the nights that are sold out, there are two or three hotels within walking distance that do have rooms still I checked on today. There's a, uh, a courtyard by Marriott and there's a Ramada that are within walking distance. And then if you ever Google them, you'll see there's several more nearby, but those two are still available. And if anybody's looking, you know, what courtyard, what what uh, Ramada, you're looking for the Indianapolis Airport. These are all Indianapolis Airport hotels. This is Bill Starkey, and you are listening to Podkist. We barely scratched the surface on Saturday, but you've got that tremendous lineup of musicians playing. And that whole craziness, but it's going to get even nuttier on Sunday. <laughs> it really is. Now, you, it's, clue me in if, if I mess something up here. We've got Ace Fraley on Sunday, Bruce Kulik on Sunday, Bob Kulik on Sunday, Anton Fig, Mark Slaughter, John Regan, Todd Howarth. Hmm. Sounds like <laughs> a little bit of a Fraley's Comet reunion in there. It is. 
Brent Fitz, Todd Kearns, Bobby Rock, Lita Ford. It, and, and and just so you know, and I, I want I don't want anyone to I, I don't think anyone would be mad at this, so I want to throw this out there. The intent has always been to book the guests for the day that they can definitely appear. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's what we've done. But with that being said, the intent is also if these other guys don't pick up another gig, if something doesn't you know something doesn't keep Mark Slaughter from being you know, away on Saturday. That's why I mentioned he'll be there on Saturday too. So if that happens to everyone, everyone is invited to be there both days and everyone has space available for them if they do come both days. We've held them back on the tables just in case. So Mm -hmm. there there is a good chance that many of these people, if you'd only go on Saturday or Sunday, you may end up meeting most of these people. That's that's the goal. And then if Saturday is too busy and you have a weekend pass that the guests you didn't meet will be there on Sunday. So I'm just throwing out that, Ken. I can't promise it's going to happen, but I'm in talks with just about every guest, and they all want to be there both days. And you have photo packages, photo opportunities that you have available, correct? Correct, yeah. We we may be adding some. So what we do with the photo ops is we, we had a couple. I mean, obviously, the Freely's Comet one is, is the big one. Um, it'll be Ace told me. It's got to be what? How many years? I don't even think he really knew how many years where all four of them were actually together where you could get a photo with them together. Uh-huh. Um, it's going to be really exciting. You know, John, John Regan and, and Todd are really excited about this. And and uh, John, he's funny. I mean, John's a great guy. We had him at an expo in Orlando 20 years uh-huh. ago and I and uh, never had him since. It's mind boggling to me. We both we were talking about that. But John said to me, he's like, Keith, we got Anton Fig in the building. We have to do a couple of songs as, as Freely's Comet. I said, John, you're talking to the wrong guy. Please, please, right? I'm like, yeah. Talk to Ace. So now that we have, you know, we have Four by Fate is also, you know, is playing on Sunday. Um, and as you know, you know, Ace jammed with them recently. So Ace will, you know, we'll probably do a couple of songs with Four by Fate. And we're hoping that we can entice Anton to get up there and that you have you have Frilly's Comet playing a couple of songs. That's the goal. Wow. Well, I've got my Kiss uh, air guitar strings crossed that, that, <laughs> that it's going to work, you know. Seriously, this is amazing. Keith, do you have a favorite Frilly's Comet song? Frilly's Comet? I'm going to go with Rock Soldiers. Oh, we got to, right? Well, let's kick yes. it off with Rock Soldiers.
We are rolling. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Ace Fraley. It's Fraley, not Freely. So you've got photo opportunity you can get with Fraley's Comets. Whoever thought that was ever going to be possible, right? So if yeah. you are interested in that, you need to get over to kissarmywarehouse.com. That's kissarmywarehouse.com. Click on the, the tab that says Photo Ops for 2018 Indianapolis Kiss Expo. And there it is. There's there's packages for Michael James Jackson. There's packages for Ace Saturday, Ace Sunday by himself. So if you just want to get a shot with Ace, there's also Eric Singer on on Saturday. This this one is is interesting. Ace Fraley, Bruce Kulick, and Bob Kulick. That would be like <laughs> the Kiss That's guitar it, right? players, kind of right. Yeah. And then you can also get the Kulick brothers separately as well on Sunday, but. Fraley's comments with Anton Fig. Never thought this would it's be possible. Be and we're, we're probably probably going to add a few more. We've had a lot of requests come in for Lita Ford since we added Lita. I was going to um, mention that. Yep, yep. A lot of people. It's very. It's pretty funny because you know Lita. Obviously, you know there is a tie to the Kiss family, but mm-hmm. you know it, it's a far out tie. I mean, Eric was in Lita's band. Lita did the Kiss Cruise. Bobby Rock isn't. You know, I don't know if you know Bobby Rock is Lita Ford's drummer now. Yes. Yeah, so this, there's some tie to it, but I was really surprised at the the number of people who have reached out asking about her and excited that she's coming. So it's going to be really good to have her there. The other one that we um, we're at it, it just depends on people's schedule, but I'm also making a, a push for Dana Strum to come. Um, I saw Dana a few weeks ago at the Slaughter Show and caught up with him for the first time in you know like 28 years, and he was a good friend back then, and it was really nice to catch up with him and. And I try to twist his arm. He doesn't have a gig that week. You know, he plays with Slaughter and he also plays with Vince Neil and he doesn't have a gig so far. And I'm trying to convince him to come. So if he if he comes, the, the photo I'd like to do would be uh, Bobby Rock, Mark Slaughter and Dana Strum. So basically the invasion band. That would be fantastic. Can, 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 you, can you stretch it? Can you stretch the family a little bit and play? uh Play a slaughter song or something? Absolutely. Which slaughter song you want to hear? Let's go Mad About You. Okay, Mad About You from Slaughter. Most of the bands are going to be there, so check it out. Don't you know, no, no, what you do 
I'm waiting, you know, seriously, with all the guests that, that are being so furiously announced from you, I'm waiting for uh, somehow or, or another for you to get Paul McCartney and Ringo to show up and, and <laughs> then try to reunite them. I'll do, you know, and I, and, and, and my, my Beatles friends will kill me. And this is no disrespect because I love the Beatles, but I'll do that. I'll, I'll pretend I'm Gene Simmons. I, I love when he does these pompous lines. I always give him grief about it where he'll say, well, you know, Ken, uh, you can let Paul know that they'll, they'll, there'll be tickets at the door if he'd like to come. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so we can let Paul and Ringo know if they're interested, they can get to the Indianapolis Kiss Expo, the anniversary on May 12th and May 13th in Indianapolis, Indiana. This is fantastic. And, you know, it really was the home of the Kiss Army. You know, India's always kind of been that, right? Yeah, Terre Haute, Indiana. That's where, you know, Bill started it, where everything went down. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. And I remember, I don't know if you remember, but I used to be a member of, you know, was it the Columbia House? The Columbia House, Terre Haute, Indiana Connection. Yeah, yeah you I remember know, that. Yeah. A, a lot of great things came my way out of Indy. <laughs> the Kiss Army <laughs> and a lot of free music from the <laughs> Columbia House. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. I got a lot of Kiss Tape, cassette tapes. That's where ah. I get my Kiss cassette tape. Yeah, great, great stuff. And, you know, you mentioned earlier that Bruce Kulick is kind of the ringleader for the uh, the bands playing together on Sunday. And uh, we have, as far as people playing together on Sunday, we've got Bruce and Bob Kulick band with special appearance by Ace Fraley. Po- definitely four by fate and a possible Fraley's Comet reunion, which yeah. we're hoping that could happen. And who knows, Lita Ford might do something. So this just keeps building, folks. This keeps building. If if I could tell you 20 years ago, 30 years ago, all you longtime KISS fans, if, if I could tell you, you're going to be in a room with Bill Starkey, Big John Hart, Lydia Chris, Ace Fraley, Eric Singer, Bob and Bruce <laughs> Kulick, it, 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 and then Anton Fig, and it just keeps going, and Lita Ford. That would have been enough right there. You know what I mean? I think that Lita Ford is going to get a lot of guys that, uh, well, they're just in the Lita Ford. That's all I'm going to say. So <laughs> God bless Lita Ford. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. This is the event. You know, I, I just listening to you say that, you know, it's one of those things when you're in, in the situation, sometimes it doesn't hit you. You know, one of the things I get when I work for KISS is – when I'm with Paul or Gene or whatever, you do, you're being professional, you're in the moment and you're doing what you're supposed to do. Um, and, and they like that. But at the same time, they know I'm a fan. So when I see someone come in during, you know, when I'm hosting one of Paul's meet and greets or, or something or working with Gene and I see the fans reaction to them, it pops me instantly into the moment that, oh, my God, this is Paul Stanley or this is Gene Simmons. And when you just read that, I got a similar chill. And because even though I'm booking all these guests and putting this together, the way you just read that as a Kiss fan going, you're right. I can't believe we have all these people in one room. It's amazing, right? <laughs> it's really. <laughs> you know, I'm starting to doubt your sanity because you're telling me that you're still trying to add people. I, I... <laughs> well, we're, we're getting to the we're getting to the end only because of the, the people who I wanted to add. And I don't want to throw too many names out. People I wanted to add that can't do it. I want it, we, we, which is, I guess, is good. We can save some for next year. Obviously, we're going to have some holdovers next year regardless. We can't have everybody this year, and then next year, we, we other, other than stopping the expo, you know, we're going to have to bring someone back. And to be honest with you, with so much going on, Ken, and with it being such a busy expo, 
Um, we're going to have to bring some guests back for, you know, full Q and A's. You know what I mean? We're, we're going to be able to do some Q and A's with some of these guests, but they're going to be shorter. But a guy like Anton Fig, you know, we had a great conversation. He was saying, Keith, I haven't done a Kiss Expo. He goes, I don't think, he goes, maybe I did one 20 years ago, 25 years ago. And I have so many people writing in about Anton Fig that want to talk about Dynasty and Unmasked and, and all of that, you know, Frilly's Comet and everything. So I think we could do a full, you know, I mean, how long of Q&A just with him and, and Michael James Jackson. You know, Michael James Jackson is very special to me just because Creatures of the Night is so important to me. And Absolutely. You know, and so I want to do a and I hope to do it this year. I want to do a full interview with him, you know, on a Q&A where he can go through, you know, the making of creatures, the time frame, all that kind of stuff. I mean, we could probably have him back two or three times, talk about killers and, and uh, link it up. Right. But, you know, we had we had him on the cruise on my panel on the cruise and he got asked two questions, you know, because just the nature of the panel, there was five guests it was running late. So I want to really make sure. And that's another reason I'm helping him get on all the shows. You mentioned, you know, Michael not being on the show. Um, we need to set that up. We need to oh, get, get him on the show in the next absolutely. couple weeks for you because, yeah. He'll do it. He's a great guy. He's a really great guy. You know, I got a, a real quick story. I don't know if I told any, if I said it on a podcast before, but it, it's just so dear to me, is we were doing a Paul Stanley art show in, in uh, Florida years ago, 2007, and Paul invited me to dinner that night. And so I'm sitting at the table, the head end of the table, and directly across from me is Paul, to his left, or to, to my left, but his right, was, uh, was Bill Coin, and Roman was at the table. Roman was with Bill. And on the other side of Paul was this gentleman that I didn't even know who he was. And at some point in the meal, it was introduced as Michael James Jackson. And I was, <laughs> Ken, <laughs> Paul was like, are you okay? I was like, yeah. So <laughs> I explained the importance of creatures to me. And it was just, just a crazy, just another crazy memory, you know, at the table, just listening to Paul Stanley, talk to Bill Coin and Michael James Jackson for a couple of hours. And then them asking me to interject with, so when, when did we do this? You know, like they're asking me when they yeah. did something. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's one of the weird things about KISS. Like I've actually had members of KISS tell me, well, what you guys study, we did once a long time ago. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Right. That's perfect. <laughs> so. <it's> true. <laughs> So sometimes if Paul or Ace or whatever, they go, I don't remember. They didn't sit down and read about it in, in a book. You know, they lived it. So that's something that we as Kiss fans have to keep in mind. And, you know, we mentioned a lot of people that are going to be there. And I'm just going to run down again. Ace Fraley, Eric Singer, Bob Kulik, Bill Starkey, Lydia Chris, Michael James Jackson, Brent Fitz, Robert Fleischman, Lita Ford, Mark Slaughter, Bobby Rock, Bruce and Bob Kulik. The Gene Simmons Band, Jeremy Asbrock, Philip Schaus, uh, Brent Fitz, and Brian Spencer Cook, Todd Howarth, John Reagan, Anton Fig. The list goes on and on. Big John Hart. But there's there's one name that we haven't mentioned. The Kiss Army. I was waiting. I was going to say, who'd you book, Ken? <laughs> <laughs> the Kiss Army is going to be there. And, you know... You're talking about like, well, maybe we'll have to bring somebody back for next year. You're you're absolutely right. You're going to have to. That's like saying, well, we got to bring William Shatner back at the Star Trek convention. <laughs> there are people. This is this is what we do. And one of the great things about the Kiss Expos every year is seeing the friends and family that you've made 
Absolutely. From year to year. This is this is kind of like one of those times that you can set things aside and have a little staycation in Indy and rock your ass off and get some cool stuff signed and buy some cool swag and hang out with some very cool people. I know that a lot of the KISS podcasts are going to be there. I know our brothers from Pot of Thunder are going to be there. And I know Matt Porter wants to be there. <laughs> those of us that can't make it are going to be there in spirit, and we hope that everybody shares video and live streams and all that stuff. So, you know, the KISS Army is going to be there. And that that is something going that, almost... That's what it's all about. I yeah, mean, absolutely. Yeah. Going on almost 50 years coming up soon. Sooner than we'd like to realize. You know, so that'll be around the 25th anniversary of the Indie KISS Expo, right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, we joked about this the other day. I was actually talking to Paul Stanley about this. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, w- when when Kiss is over, and I you hate to even think about this, you know, whether whether it's five years or or, or you know whatever amount of time, the touring version is over, um, it's going to be a huge void for so many of us who you know put vacations around seeing Kiss or. Uh, you know, whatever it is, where we j- basically it's an excuse to get together and see our friends. So all kidding aside, I, we probably will be doing these expos for a long time because it, it it's going to fill that void where we can catch up with everybody because it's going to be a lot different when these guys aren't on the road. Kiss will never die as long as the Kiss Army is alive. Absolutely. It's, it's fun. But, you know, well, I don't have to tell you this. You know this from experience. But, you know, like the Kiss Cruise or the Conscious, I was, I was going through – my Facebook list the other day looking for a friend of mine and I'm looking through this list kind of thousands of people and I know so many of them. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It, it, you know, I like, I know Lars and Cato from Norway and Nicholas from Sweden and Alex from, you know, I, I know these people. So when we go to those countries, a Javier, we're going to Spain in, in July. It, it's so bizarre. You know, you might not have seen these guys for two, three years. Um, some of them, longer than that and then you get there and it's like you said goodbye to him yesterday you know what i mean there's no yeah. you just catch up and it's it's all because we're all united with kiss i mean it's it's a bizarre thing you know some people don't get it but it's amazing it's really amazing to me that and just like me and you i mean we, we've gone six eight months 12 months not seeing each other longer and then we catch up in a room bang but it is kind of cool when the phone rings and it says larue so. Oh, I laugh when you said that. When you like called you, I'm like, listen, this it's all you know. It's one thing I've been very grounded with meeting celebrities. It's mm-hmm. just not a big thing to me outside of. I mean, there's a handful of people like right. Kiss and different things that that I'm like, yes, this is odd. And it's fun to meet anyone else. I always laugh. Gene, Gene, one time we had a conversation. I don't know if he remembers this. So it was funny. Gene says, "So you look at it like you're going to the zoo." And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, well, it's fun to go to the zoo and see the animals. But at the end of the day, you know, they're animals. You know, he goes, he goes, they're not, it's not like, oh my God, this is someone. So I'm going to change my whole life because of this movie star. And I said, yeah, I get it. I get what he's saying. Because that's how I look at meeting these other people, you know, because there are a lot of celebrities come and meet Kiss. And, but I don't know. It's pretty funny because I get people that they, they look at that like you know and they they talk like you tell me that you think it's good when i call you come on ken you can call me anytime you know i i just work for kiss and if i wasn't working for kiss somebody else would be working for kiss you know we talked about this with the crew you know there's some guys no longer with the band and they always 
thought, and, I, and I'm not talking about, you know, website, I'm not talking about anyone in general, you know, guitar techs. Right. A lot of these guys would, would always act, I never got this, and maybe it's just my up, upbringing and, and just, you know, being grounded, maybe a little bit more than some people, but they would always be like, you know, well, I'm really important in this band. And yeah, and you may be, you may do a really good job and you may be really important to them and do your best and everything. But at the end of the day, none of us, but the four members of the band would stop the show from happening. Right, right, right. right. It's about, it's about Kiss. You know, I'm lucky to be part of it, but I, I understand that it's at the end of the day, it's about Kiss. It's not about us. Um, or the crew, you know, the different things, even though we, we can all be cool to, to the fans and stuff and hang out. I'm just a Kiss fan who, like you said, has a great job. I, I love it every day. I love talking to these guys every day. You know, I was in the car yesterday and I talked to Paul Stanley. I talked to uh, Ace Frehley. I talked to Eric Singer. I talked to Bruce Kulick. I talked to Tommy Thayer. That, that's, and it's normal. That's, you know, just I get another day that. at work. Yeah. And it's just, it's so great. I had a call last year, which was so funny, Ken, <laughs> because I'm pretty close with Paul and, and I, he, he trusts me with a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and I get these bizarre phone calls. I'm driving. I don't even remember exactly when it was, but I'm driving. The phone rings. It's a, it's a, um, a Nevada phone call. So I'm like, all right, answer the phone call. It's like, Keith. I go, yeah. He goes, oh, Hey, this is Chris Angel. I'm thinking, mm. Chris Angel, what is it? He goes, yeah, Paul Stanley just gave me your cell phone number. He said he could help me out with this charity thing we were doing, and he wanted he, he wants to donate something, and he wants me to coordinate with you. And and then Chris Angel was like this nicest guy in the world, saying, you know, anytime you're in Vegas, give me, you know, call this as my cell, you can come to my show. And I'm thinking, how is Chris Angel on my cell, on my, my phone in the car? Right? Well, he well he is magic after all. I mean, <laughs> he really you know, is. Let so. me tell you. But those, those are the bizarre things that you. you you snap into, you know, like we were talking about, you snap into things once in a while and you go, wow, this right. is really a bizarre situation and great job. Yes. Well, I want to say something to you and I might as well be saying this to Bill Starkey and Dean Snowden and, and anybody, the, the man, the man, and, you know, kiss themselves. I'm, I'm going to turn 55, uh, this, this coming May. And, uh, you know, I look at you guys and I look at how we've all come through this, you know, whether you came on the, to this in the 70s or the 80s or the 90s, and we've all been through this together. And I just want to thank you because this year you helped me out with a few things. Uh, you and Dean at the KISS concert that I was able to attend, that was a blast, even though I nearly, uh, you know, I had that big accident and all that. You made us nervous, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> and then recently my uh hospital stay gene called in and that was amazing and uh bruce Kulick did as well and you know you were there at the uh vault thing yeah, in uh, st louis and i'm sorry i'm getting a little broke up here but you were there and you filmed it and i appreciate it i, I don't take any of this lightly there's been a lot of opportunities that have happened you know because of the podcast and because of knowing folks like you and, and everybody. And I just, I just don't take it for granted. And seriously, thank you very much. Oh, Ken, no problem. One of the things that I love most about working for the band is if I could help someone do something that I would want to do, you know what I mean? That I would dream of doing. And I'm in the position that I can, I take advantage of it all the time. One thing I will say about you, Ken, and, and this is very sincere 
the band will always go the extra mile for people. If I get calls, someone's dying, um, somebody's father's sick, whatever it is, they've never turned me down when I've asked them within reason. And what I mean by that is, I mean, obviously the band can't fly somewhere on a drop of a dime. You know, they can't fly to Germany to go see somebody in the hospital if we're not touring there, but they will do whatever they can. And if they can't get there, they'll call on the phone. They'll do whatever they want. And one thing that's very interesting to me, especially with you and a lot of the other people that I know, we've got some good people out there, you know, you got some good people. And the best thing I like is when someone is not even appreciative, but they don't ask for it. You know what I mean? There's there's not many, but we've had a few things go through McGee Entertainment and different things where these people are demanding that I deserve this. I deserve this because whatever I did, I did something that the band didn't ask you to do, but I did it. So I deserve, you know, why is so-and-so get a backstage tour? And I don't. And that's the total opposite of you. You've always been very um, humble when, when presented with the stuff we can do for you. Well, I, I feel I don't deserve it, but seriously, I, 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 I want to, you know, I appreciate what you're saying. But it, it's it's something that going on 55 to be able to do stuff, it's just amazing. You know, because when I was 22, meeting Kiss outside of an uh, eerie, you know, like eerie Pennsylvania hotel room or something, you know, or, you know yeah. or, or a restaurant or wherever, that was fun. And that was at the time. But sir, we've all survived this, right? And here we are, 20 years of the Indie Kiss Expo. It's just another bit of memories, a bunch of friends, a bunch of cool people. So thank you. Seriously, thank you for coming on the show. Get out there. Get your tickets to the 2018 Indie Kiss Fan Expo, May 12th and 13th, 2018. The who's who in the Kiss world is going to be there. And uh, folks, do not miss this if you can make it. Do not miss this. Great, Ken. Well, thank you for coming on the show today. And Keith, Keith is going yeah. to be hitting all the KISS podcasts that he can, and I encourage him to do that. <laughs> seriously. No, seriously. You need to get out there. We are all there. We are all in this together. And, you know, I remember you and I were talking at the, the vault about, like, well, you don't want to do this show and upset someone because you couldn't get on that show. And I said, we're all brothers and sisters, man. This is – you know, you were on Podcast Rock City. I'm glad you're on Podcast Rock City. If you call into the Kiss Room, I'm glad you do that. If you go on Three Sides of the Coin, it's fantastic. You hang out with Pot of Thunder, that's great. All this is, is these are, they are, we always call the podcast the audio fanzine for your ears. So I look at everything that all the cool Kiss fans are doing as fanzines for your ears. So you need to be involved in them and use them and be part of them. So... I appreciate that. Um, you know, obviously we have an event that everybody's interested in. And I want to make sure everybody knows about it. So we're promoting these a little bit more because normally, like, you're right. I don't I don't like to play favoritism. You guys are all my friends. And, and right, there's a absolutely. Couple, you know. So anyways, I, to promote the event is, is definitely something. Um, I do have a, a favor, though, if you sure. could get all your listeners. I'd like to do something. And okay. it may not even be in his control, but I'd like some help with this. My friend John Karabi, as mm-hmm. everyone knows from the Dead Daisies and Union, mm-hmm. um, I really want him at the Indianapolis Kiss Expo because, again, he was one of the first guests. 
in, as part of ESP and as part of Union 20 years ago. And I want to get him here. Dead Daisy schedule may stop that from happening, but right now it looks like it's a possibility. So I was just wondering if everyone who's listening could let John know that you'd like him to come to Indianapolis Expo. <laughs> I've let him know, but I wonder if maybe people could send him messages on Facebook or, and we could make it known that uh, people would like to see him. Because an, another goal of mine, which would make the Expo uh, the best for me, is um, – is to have Jamie Hunting come in if John comes in. So we have a couple of song reunion of Union. Wow. Yeah. That would so, be amazing. Yeah, Jamie, Jamie's looking forward to it. So yeah, if we can do that, it'd be awesome. So if anybody knows John Karabi, if anybody's sent, sent him some love and tell him to get to Indy on May 12th and May 13th. So make this awesome. happen. Go to www.kissarmywarehouse.com. Check out the photo ops, the various packages. Two days, the KISS event of definitely May, I'm going to say, right? Yeah, May. That's right. So, so make it happen. Make it happen, folks. Get out there and say hello to, to Keith LaRue. Don't be afraid to say hello to him. <laughs> Absolutely, please. You know, it's going to be a busy day, but we're going to have some fun at this one. It's going to be... There's going to be a lot of, lot of fun in this one. So hopefully we get a lot of video, like you said. And hopefully, please, if anybody films video and puts it on YouTube, let us know. We love to see this stuff. A lot of times when we're hosting the events and working the lines and, you know, with the artists, I, we don't get to experience a lot of the stuff going on. So please share everything with us, pictures and everything. Bruce Kulick's going to head up the music on Sunday. What do, you, what do you think we should play from the Kiss era that Bruce was the guitar player for? I'm going to go with, well, man, there's so much stuff. That I'm going to go, how about we go with, um, ooh, how about King of the Mountain? King of the Mountain, here we go. King of the Mountain from Kiss with Bruce Kulick and Eric Carr tearing it up.
Hi, this is Bruce Kulick, and you're listening to Podkiss. By the way, Ken, I don't know if we ever discussed this before or not. That was really my era of Kiss, only because, you know, I was a teenager throughout, you know, Bruce's entrance to Kiss, where me and my friends were following Kiss all around New England. So we saw tons of shows, and I really liked the, the non-makeup era a lot. Yeah. You know, it was great back in the day, wasn't it? You could <laughs> – I remember – my buddy and I would work our jobs around seeing Kiss. <laughs> yes. And we would work part of the year because you also didn't want to deal with winter, right? And Kiss tours for a lot of the 80s went through the winter through where we were at, right up in the Cleveland area and stuff like that. So you didn't want to be working out in the winter all day, but you would save your money up and we would actually budget like concerts. Of course, back then it was fifteen ninety nine a ticket, right? So you could you could see Kiss in Dayton, you could see Kiss in Cleveland, you sh- you could see Kiss in uh, Youngstown or Erie, in Pittsburgh, and that's like a week, you know. It was awesome. <laughs> we had so much fun. We, we had the New England route. We yeah. did the, Wor- the Worcester Centrum and the uh, Providence Civic Center and now, Glens Falls, New York. You, wait a second, you're not saying that. It's Worcester. 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 Oh, I bet my mom still lives there, but I've, I've been out for about 25 years, so I lost a little of it. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I'm talking about. You could just, like, see them four times in, like, a two-week period. It was great. It's, yeah, that whole – the memories back there. You know what's so funny is when you're talking about it, it's so great because we – everyone can go, oh, yeah, Ken, I did that exact same thing. The same story you just said, I did. <laughs> it's yeah, <great. laughs> it's great. You can see you can see four or five Kiss concerts for under two hundred bucks, so. <laughs> and we're talking T-shirts and everything, you know. You know that we we joked. I joke all the time, you know, about working for Kiss of all the money I've saved working for the band. You know, it's unbelievable. I, all the cruises. I would have I would have done all this stuff anyways. I would be, you know. It's, <laughs> Don't tell Paul and Jean that they'll say. Oh, well, they will Just take it out of your check. <laughs> Oh, those guys, it's so funny. I hate when Gene gets the bad rap about that. Oh, I know. they are I such know. good guys about that stuff. Hey. I get Paul in the pit. You know, I go in the pit. Any show, I go, you know, right into the pit. And I usually spend the whole night in the, in, in the pit. Sometimes mm-hmm. I like to go to different parts of the venue just to just to see a different vibe, you know, a different mm-hmm. uh, view of the whole stage and stuff. But Paul, he's so great. And he toys with me, you know. You know they all do. It's, it's just, it's so weird you get that but paul is funny i'll be in this really uh really getting a really good shot of him or filming a video and he'll just he'll just kneel down and he'll just flip me off into the camera i'm like paul you just <laughs> <ripped the clip." laughs> yeah it's a trip it's a trip <laughs> i want you to know i appreciate you taking time with us absolutely and, uh, I, thank I you also- for helping us with no, no, no serious. seriously, yeah. anything I can do, it's something I believe in. And, uh, you know, I've got a saying, Keith, if you are not enjoying Kiss, you're not doing it right. So, Well, and you know, I, I tell people this all the time, too, in these expos. Um, seriously, if anybody reaches out to your show after we put that out there, if anybody wants to do an expo, I will absolutely help them. They just have to know you're taking a chance. It's, you're promoting a show. It could lose money. Right. So our, our goal is always to break even. And everybody has a great time. If you make money on it, wonderful. You put it in the next year's budget and you have more guests. But seriously, if anybody reaches out, if anybody, you know, there's a lot of KISS fans that have money out there. If somebody comes out and says, hey, I, I'd like to put an expo on in Alabama or Arkansas or wherever, let's do it. I'll help them. 
we'll help them with guests. We'll help them put the whole thing together. All right, excellent. All right, Ken. Thanks okay. again. Yep, be good. Okay, bye-bye. bye-bye. And that is our show. Thanks again for listening. Be sure to check us out on the web at www.podcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook and on iTunes. If you'd like to contact the podcast, please drop us a line at podcast at gmail.com. Big thanks to Julian and everyone at kissfaq.com. They've got great information there and a terrific message board, too. Thanks also to Keith LaRue and everyone else at Kiss Online for their great work representing the hottest band in the land. And as always, a big thanks to Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, Ace Fraley, Peter Chris, Vinnie Vincent, Bruce Kulick, Eric Singer, Tommy Thayer, and the memory of the late great Eric Carr, and the late great Mark St. John. You are KISS, and we are your army. Podcast is created by the KISS Army for the KISS Army, and it is available for free as an internet download. If you like what you hear on our show, go buy it and support the people who made it. Podkist is not affiliated with KISS or any of its members past or present. On behalf of myself, Ken, and the whole rest of the Podkist crew, thank you for listening to Podkist, the KISS fanzine for your ears. Me, you ready, Daffy? Ready when you are, Mr. Ezrin. Me, this time, try to put some emotion into it. Oh, so it's the motion you want, eh? Well, brother, it's the motion you're gonna get. Roll the tape! <laughs> This'll be a brilliant addition to the Duck Destroyer album. Beth, I hear you calling, but I can't come home right now. Me and the boys are playing. And we just can't find the sound. Just a few more hours, and I'll be right home to you. I think I hear them calling. Oh, Beth, what can I do? Beth, what can I do? You say you feel so empty that our house just ain't a home and I'm always somewhere else and you're always there alone just a few more hours and I'll be right home to you I think I hear them calling oh Beth what can I do Beth, what can I do? Daffy, just what in tarnation do you think you're doing? It's time for my drum solo. Uh -uh. No drum solo. No drum solo? But I'm the cat duck! The fans expect a drum solo! You can be replaced, Daffy. Oh, don't bother. I'm gonna quit right after the Shandy video anyway. Can we get back to the song, please? Spoil sport. <laughs> Beth, I know you're lonely. And I hope you'll be alright. Cause me and the boys will be playing. 
Sir, are a powerful and attractive duck. And you're despicable. 